they're just ambitious women networking while some other women aspire to get burkin while some other women hit the club and get twerking educated women know that it's a bit irking whether you be a woman or you be a male you need to listen to janina and shalia l because if you know like i know ain't nothing better than the billy john authenticity is something that they really on <laughs> this is the john a podcast i love y'all be forward. Welcome to the Joint Podcast. I'm your host, Shalia. Your host, Janina. Today's affirmation says, big things start small. So go, turn that small thing into something big. Sis, you cool? I'm cool, you know. Not much change from this week to last, from this week and last week. I don't you know. Cool. You sound, that sound kind of. <laughs> we need some, some us in it. You know what I'm saying? Like this. Not much has changed. <laughs> Nothing, not even the smallest thing has changed. Um. No, yeah, I mean, in regards to how I feel, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think I'm the same. I'm good. I think I'm the same. I went to the dermatologist today, discovered why my face and my head is a mess. Okay, so that's good. Right, that's, you said I'm cool. I said, yeah, I'm cool. No, you was like, uh, eh, not much has changed since last week. Oh my God. Anywho. I'm cool. Um, me i'm cool i'm just all over the place i just got so much going on in my life right now and i'm reading all these different books trying to put all the information together and it's just like my brain is on overload but it's fine i'm gonna get through it come out on top it's like my therapist got me reading the book and i gotta read these books for my class so it's just like, you know, and it's like the books kind of, they don't go together, but the stuff that I'm learning from, from both of them can be applied to being a therapist. So, yeah. But you also want to make sure, you want to make sure that when you have to like, do you have to write things in your class about the stuff you read? Like writing discussion boards or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I take notes and highlight. So I know um, sometimes like when you're absorbing information, like like you were saying, it might blend together. So like I would be scared that I would say something in my class that pertains to the book that I read. For oh, no, no, no. Because the book I'm reading is about boundaries. I'm just saying that the book about boundaries could be applied to being a therapist because you got to know your boundaries. That's oh, okay. But the books y'all reading for therapy is more clinical stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that drawing. What's your, oh, I like that drawings for this week. So I watched this document, documentary on Hulu called Clotilda, The Last American Slave Ship. Mm-hmm. So it was about, it was really good though. It was about this slave, like, it's a slave ship that's basically underwater in Alabama. And um, 
it was brought over in 19, I mean, 1860. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it was brought over illegally, right? Because um, it was illegal to bring slaves over, I think like in 1840 or something like that. So, yeah, so it was about that. They had the descendants of the Clotilda. So the thing that was different about these enslaved Africans was that they basically were only enslaved for five years. So they were more connected to their African roots. You know what I mean? And um, after they got free, they like built a a town called Africa Town in Alabama. Like I said, it was Mm -hmm. really good. Yeah, it was really good. They, They had like the descendants of this of the slave ship and because this this slave ship was towards the end of the slave trade there was like so much docu documented things like the guy who brought it over how much they paid for like he he was documenting everything like when he went over to africa and um how much he paid for each one of them how he selected the slaves like it was like crazy and then the slaves who um were on a clotilda they they wrote books and they, they documented you know their experience like what, what they were doing when they were captured it was good it was good okay. um and my other i like this joint is um a podcast called sacred scandal i actually started listening to it a while ago i don't know i was listening to some podcast and it came on as an advertisement right and then i had start listening start listening to them they only had like one episode out and then i like forgot about it and then I went back to it the other day and it's about these two girls. They're women now. They went to a, um, a Catholic school, Catholic high school. And while they were there, a nun was murdered. This happened in the nineties. Yeah. I think it happened in the nineties or early 2000. A nun was murdered and it, it just was all these scandals that came out with the investigation of the murder. They have been working on this story for like the last 10 years. But yeah, it was good. It, you know, it, it was it was crazy because of course um the guy who murdered her was actually like dealing with sexual abuse from one of the priests. It was good. <laughs> but yeah, that's my okay. oh, oh I like that joint. What's yours? My oh I like that joint is everything gonna be all white. <laughs> which is a, a series on Showtime that's just basically trash on <laughs> white people and the stuff that they did to us in history. And they have like several people that they interviewing and just going around like saying the stuff that white people did and what people thought about it. And they were like asking people, who's your favorite white person in history? And everybody was like, what? come back to me on that <laughs> so it, it, it was really good um it was how funny many, and how many episodes is it I don't know I noticed just this one just says season one episode one so oh. I gotta look at it and see like I think it, it came on on Friday or Saturday at like eight o'clock so I oh, have to okay. go back and see um yeah, I think that's it's gonna be weekly. And then my other oh I like that joint is I made some jerk chicken, but I made it in the oven and it was so good, right? So when I said, Oh, I bought the jerk sauce and I bought some jerk seeds and I'm gonna make jerk chicken. 
So my boyfriend was like, you, you lighting in the grill? I said, no, I'm making it in the oven. Oh, no, that's not going to be good because, you know, jerk chicken got to have that smoky taste. I said, okay. I made the chicken. That chicken was delicious. I know because I know what I'm doing. Like, sir, go sit down somewhere. So then I've been, um, I love popcorn. And when I, when I ordered the popcorn from Ava for her fundraiser, ever since then, I'm like, that popcorn was so good. <laughs> so, so but funny. it's so expensive because I even looked like, let me order some more, but it's still the same price. I was like, no, I'm not, I can't do that. So I got some brown paper bags. I got some popcorn kernels and I got some popcorn seasoning. So I've been popping my own popcorn in the brown paper bag in the microwave, putting my kettle corn seasoning and my uh, nacho cheese seasoning on it. And that's how I've been enjoying my popcorn. So yeah, it's good. He didn't, he like popcorn too. So he'll get the, he'll, <laughs> he'll go into the box. Like the popcorn is on like this shelf I have in the dining room. So he'll go and get the popcorn and then put it in the microwave. <laughs> like he know how he probably do know how to work to work the microwave. Child. He does, but I mean the popcorn has to be taken out of the plastic, like. And then when I do put it in, he st- he stands right in front of the microwave, and sometimes he just open, o- stop it, open it, and take the take the popcorn out. He's just like a mess. Did you buy him the um around Christmas? How they have the popcorn tins? Did you buy him one of those? No, I think he likes because I think he likes the microwave popcorn, like to see it come out the microwave and stuff. Like hot oh, popcorn. Okay. Yeah, hot okay. popcorn. Yeah. So what did you buy this week? Finally bought my heat press. Okay. That's the same. And my t-shirt. So that came that came in the same day that the t-shirts that I bought. I found the site where I can buy the t-shirts bulk. Um and they, I, I ordered like 20, yeah, it was only 25 t-shirts, but like a mixture of colors, a mixture of sizes. And they were like less than $3 a piece. So it was good. Okay. So did, did you make anything yet? Uh, no, they just came. They just know, came but... yesterday. No, you told me that you and Ava was going to make something. Yeah, but she went to sleep. She was asleep all night. She, I mean, she came, she came home and she was asleep. I was tired so, too because remember I was up late the night before. So okay. Um, I just wore um some exercise stuff because I've been working out with this lady on YouTube called Grow with Joe, and so I needed a, a yoga mat, and um I bought like the sweatbands for your arms and your stomach. So that's all I bought. Trying to be more consistent. Well, for the last like month and a half, almost two months, I've been working out every day. Um, but at first I was doing an elliptical. So now I'm just doing both. But I really like the um, the YouTube exercises better because it allows you to like move and it's fun, like it's dancing and exercising at the same time. So I really like that. Uh, what is it called? Grow with Joe? Yeah, Grow with Joe. She has several different... Um, videos you gotta hit this join up is where we highlight a small business 
And this week we are highlighting MME Candles by Mercedes. This is a Black-owned and women-owned candle-making company. She creates beautiful smells for everyone, and she specializes in cocktail-inspired candles, but she has many varieties and scents. Candles are available for local delivery and shipping. Um, I actually just ordered candle from her, so I didn't get it yet, but when I get it, I'll come back and let you guys know like how it was or whatever. Um, cause I just usually buy candles from like Bath and Body Works, but I don't want to do that anymore. I'm supporting Girl. local, small, old, black, old businesses from there. I can't. So did you see the Bath and Body Works black history? That's exactly why I'm not supporting it no more. That was a hot mess. At first I thought they were doing what Target did. How Target no. had black <laughs> black fashion designers and all that like you know they had other people lines right no that's not what they were doing they took the same damn candles and put kente design <laughs> on them like no so no. but the part that made it worse is that on social media like people were like oh yeah i went and got my black history candles i'm like what to make a big company more rich i mean were they giving black people discounts no right so mme candles can be found on instagram and it's just mme candles um she has an extensive list of different um scents that she offers and i'm sure if it's a scent that you like she could probably make it for you i think i got watermelon because mm. it's a watermelon um, candle from Bath and Body Works that I like, that I, you know, really used to like. So, um, yeah, I got watermelon. So, yeah. Hit her up. Support her, uh, her small business. Yeah. So, for Horoscope this week, I'm doing Aries. So, I don't know if y'all know Aries. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the Aries, the best side in the whole wide world. Exactly. Um, okay, so for for love for Aries. Um there's a full moon and fellow fire sign Leo midweek Aries, which should add a touch of excitement to your love life. You'll be craving lots and lots of physical attention during this lunation. The sun leaves airy Aquarius for sensitive Pisces late in the week, encouraging you to seek sanctuary in love. Hiding from the world together over the week can be an extremely tight bonding experience. Hmm. Money. You may seek a wider audience for what you do now so you can attract buyers, investors, or others with money. Something you're planning requires more money in order to get it off the ground. It's very important to pay some attention to money you share with others. Co-investments or debts need tending. Make sure to sign off on any papers and pay any fees on time. From there, you can reap the rewards. And for health. It may help to get a regular routine sorted out in terms of your health and well-being. You do have a tendency to be erratic with your exercise and diet. You tend to switch direction and change focus from day to day. If you want to get results, try to stick with the regimen you set. 
don't veer off course. Wasn't I just talking about that? <laughs> that I was just talking about that. <laughs> that is so crazy. Sometimes these horoscopes be blowing my mind. Yeah, child, I gotta stick with it. Every morning, though, I be like, yes. this is going to be my rest day. Then I talk myself, I be like, get up. And once I get up and do it, I'm fine. It's just that whole getting up thing. Because I set my alarm for 6 o'clock every morning, child. Do I get up at 6? I might get up at 6.15. But it ain't at 6. But I'm going to keep going. So um, once again, it's Black History Month. So for the month of February, we are going to be doing um, things in history that... Uh, me, myself, I might not know. Y'all might not know either. So today I'm going to talk about passing. And passing is basically when African-Americans with no visible African ancestry pass into the Caucasian race or other races to avoid the stigma associated with anti-Black racial discrimination, social marginalization. Shocking and sometimes... Laura in detail reports abound over the centuries of mixed race persons lacking African heritage masquerading as white. The opportunity for passing for white during the colonial and pre-civil war was most often resulted from the mating of slave owner and slaves followed by addition, whitening and inbreeding of mulatto offspring who were then able to slip virtually unnoticed and into the dominant society. In a post-Reconstruction South, politicians <clears throat> scheme to legally segregate the races, which necessitated defining who was not white using a combination of percentages and infamous one-drop rule, condemning those with observable negroid features for the life of a greater um, hardship. A Chosen Exile, a history of racial passing in American life. Stanford University professor Allison Hobbs offered a different perspective. She affirmed, I'm not interested in what people gain by being white, but rather what they lost by not being black, by rejecting a black racial identity. And that to me was like very, very interesting because I knew that there were people out in the world who passed for white, but I didn't know people was a band. I knew of it, but I didn't know like it was a whole thing. Like there was so many people out here abandoning their lives, starting whole new lives, getting married, having children, grandchildren, all of this, who are really black, but living as if they were white. Mm -hmm. It was this one lady when her grandma passed away and they did, I don't know if they did um, how they came, you know, like what history or how they went about it, but they found out that she was black and then they did more and more digging or whatever. And they're like, damn, like we're really black and we never even knew it. So yeah, crazy. Right. Yeah, I watched this. I got to find it for you, though. I found this lady has a YouTube a YouTube series where, like, every year her family go to North Carolina and they go to, like, the land that their um, 
descendants. Yeah, you were telling me about it. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. But I understand, I guess, I somewhat understand it because like in the 20s, most it was more common like in the 20s and 30s because it was really rough being a Black person. And, you know, any wrong move can mean it's the end of your life. Like, so, I mean, I, under, I understand it for survival reasons. Um, to never tell your children though, like to never tell them, like this family particular, it was basically the husband and the wife. They chose, they went to New York and they both were really fair skinned and they were able to pass. They weren't mulattoes by the definition of like having a white parent. They were just very fair skinned because their, I think their grandfather was the slave owner. So they went, they passed as white. They didn't tell their children. They had children. Um, and then their children married white people. So the grandkids were majority fair skin and had no idea they had this black ancestry until the girl who was doing the documentary reached out. So mm-hmm. it was really good. I mean, because they were like, what like we talk all the time that there is a lot of light-skinned Black people, um, you know, who they they identify as Black. Like, you know, just the whole premise of colorism and, and you know, some people not saying that light-skinned people are Black. Like, so I think that stigma comes probably from the passing, you know? A lot of people probably did have family members who they no longer talk to anymore because they chose to live as a white person. So yeah. that could put a stain on, you know, how some darker pig- pigmented black people feel about light skinned people too. But um yeah, yeah I, but I I understand that, but at the same time to just never like you just go on in life creating generations and generations and you never mention it to me like that's just bizarre. And then to later have your great great grandchildren find right. out so the thing about it but see the thing about it is that once you start you can't it's hard to like combine or go back because once you've been allowed in these certain spaces and the white people are thinking that you're one of them if and when they ever found out, then it could be your life. So it's like, either way, like, I'm, am I going to risk my life, you know, living as a Black person and um, just being authentic? Or am I going to be fake and still risking? Because I, I don't know, I was watching, it was an old, I think, Ricky Lake or one of those old shows. And a lady was saying that, like, her mom, she didn't find out until later her mom was really Black or whatever. But um, I just a lot like, of- even on your deathbed, like... <laughs> right you know what i'm saying let some out though i just yeah so yeah passing mm-hmm. yeah but um yeah it is it's very deep and then like i said you just are creating generations and generations and it's just continuing on so Let's get into our episode topic for this week. And as you all know, well, I don't know if y'all know, but me and Janina, we love us some Jasmine Sullivan. Like, we loved her back in the day before, I think she was like 15. And we had went to a Kindred, the family. 
Huh? I know she had a song, Braid My Hair. I know she was, I don't know if she was like 16, but I recently saw the clip of her on Apollo. I don't remember that episode at all. Yeah, but yeah, I don't remember that Apollo. either. I think the first time I discovered her was at the Kendrick the, Fam- uh, Kendrick the Family Soul Show. And they would mm-hmm. bring her out and let her sing before they perform. And they would always be like, album coming soon. Album coming soon. We we're like, well, when? <laughs> when is this album coming? Because she really had a soulful voice and she really could sing. Then finally, mm-hmm. you know, she dropped she her on, album. Yeah, she was on Kendrick's first, like, uh, big studio yeah. album. Yeah. So we're mm-hmm. going to dig into hotels, motels. <laughs> Holiday in, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That al- this album, I love Jason Sullivan, but I think this might be one of my top five albums and all of the albums that I love I think this might be in my top five because honestly since I've listened to it I haven't stopped listening to it and when I listen I'm like listening like this my first time hearing it so I love it I love this album because it is such a grown woman album um It's it's a very grown it's, it's a very adult album. It isn't a, you know it isn't like for a poppy twenty year old nineteen year old eighteen year old like I I think it's a grown woman album. Um, also, the songwriting is just phenomenal. The songwriting is really on some like Biggie stuff. Like the way that she's singing the stuff you can talk it. Like it's listen. That's my girl. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so mad because it's a cold because I really want to go to the concert. But um, she, oh my gosh, she posted a picture. She looks amazing. Amazing. I was like, girl, she looks amazing. You gotta see it on her Instagram. But, I'm, um, so, I'm so happy that she's also tackling her um her weight issue and how she's you know not hiding anymore I love that because this is the most jasmine within this amount of time that we've gotten I don't I would say like her whole career because usually she'll come on a scene she'll drop an album she drop maybe three singles and then she gone yeah <laughs> and then like three years later three to four years later she showed up again she dropping music and she gone right but this is the most live performances with just for this one album. She's done more televised live performances for this one album. I feel that I've seen for her entire career. Like you have to catch her on maybe like a Soul Train Awards or you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I agree with that. I agree with that. Is I think this album, I feel like it's helping her to become more of who she is but she's in love so that always helps so I do agree like it's so many performances that she did and I'm like I didn't even know about that I didn't see it till weeks later like when did y'all do this so I agree with that so we're going to discuss hotels and motels we're going to pick our top five um which was so hard so so hard but um pick our top five and discuss our top fives 
So you want to go first, Janina? So I guess maybe we can discuss the ones that we that we have in common. Um, well, just say five. what your top five are. Okay. So on it, <laughs> on it, pick up your feelings. This was hard. It's I don't even know if this is like real. I just had to really pick five that I really like. On it, pick up your feelings, bodies, girl like me, and hurt me so good. Okay. So my top five are pick up your feelings, other side, girl like me, hurt me so good, and BPW. So I'm definitely making a shirt that say BPW on it. <laughs> Hilarious. So why did you pick pick up your feelings? What do you what's, what do you like about that song? Um, pick up your feelings is a good song. And it also is like a way, this this is like, to me, woman liberation where you're like, okay. Because I feel like in relationships, it's always about like the woman getting hurt or the woman investing more of her feelings and stuff than the man, you know? So this was kind of like a spin on that. Like, get out of here with that. <laughs> Pick up your feelings for me. Um... It just was like, men don't show their feelings until you're done, until you're over with them. You could be in a whole relationship with them for 10 years and they not. But when you tell them it's done, you know, I love you and you the best thing. And it, nigga, you had me for how long? Pick up your feelings. I'm done. New phone. New phone. <laughs> Who, Who is this? Right. Don't, don't exist. exist. <laughs> you know, right? Exactly. Call that bitch. Right. Yeah, it's just like, you know, like Jay-Z said, because I, I mean, I, I I love me some Jay-Z, just like he said, I was just fucking the girls. I was going to be right back. That's what they be thinking. They be like, she really loved me. She going to forgive me. And, you know, I, I'll be back. You know, like I can keep fucking up. And no. Yeah. Like so every time I hear that song, I'm just like, just yeah, like get out my face. This it's done. It's over. I don't you had your chance now. I'm done. So like keep it moving, sir. Right. Like you basically should be lucky because this is the same girl who was busting the windows out your car. So you should be <laughs> lucky that all I did was change my phone number, took you out of the context. Like you got to go, um, come get your feelings. No need to hurry up. You need to hurry up. Come get your shit. You know, I yeah. don't need you. <laughs> 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 but it's just like you know i don't know i the school the, the the um the lyrics is great the music is great the harmonies like you know it i actually had what did i hear that is like a ring it's actually what's the song that is from is it from after seven mm-hmm. that that yeah, yeah it's from after seven song yeah yeah it is so what about um girl like me that is my favorite song off of the original album mine too 
Girl Like Me is my favorite song off the original album. It has the amazing her on it. Um, but it's crazy because I mean I, I like when Jasmine performs it by herself and I like when she has her. Her does great on the acoustic. Um, and that's that was one thing that I noticed too when I was like re-listening, especially listening to motels, that there's a lot of acoustic in this album. Um, but you know, that's another one. It it is kind of like I know my husband always saying you're always man bashing, but um, it is you know like you want a hoe, you gonna make me a hoe, right? <laughs> That's what Hoes you want. Be winning. <laughs> be winning for real. Yeah. Uh, for me, that song is just like so real. Like I made a profile on Tinder, said you love Hello. me to be with her. Tinder swindler. Think that means I'm getting desperate. Why these dudes be so pressed and impressed with it? That's like that part right there is like yes because y'all be out the- here liking all these big booty, all these different pictures on IG and social media and stuff. But you at home, you never compliment your girl and all. It's just girl like me. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like. um... (laughs) Y'all niggas be making the sad. Then say y'all don't know why we mad. So we start acting like we don't care. Because y'all niggas be taking us there. Mm. She be like. She like preaching. She be preaching. But I just say, like these two songs does show like the the range of the album because it's like either way, both of them is like the man is trash, right? But then you're like, on one, you're like, okay, yeah, I caught you cheating. You thought it was sweet. Come get your shit. You gotta go. I don't even care anymore. And then you have girl like me who's like, okay, so you left me to be with her like and you expect for me to like be okay like no you making me mad i'm going to turn into somebody else because obviously you didn't like who i was so right wearing fashion over dresses <laughs> why y'all dudes be so pressed and impressed with it like <laughs> that's what i'm saying your girl <laughs> at home getting fly all the time but these chicks out here posting on social media the fashion nova and you the main one on there liking that shit. Come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's so funny? Because I thought about um when she was like, um, it ain't right how these hoes be winning. Why they be winning? No hope for a girl like me. How come they be winning? I ain't want to be, but you going to make me a, make a make whole a out of me. Mm-hmm. So when freaking um, Lawrence <laughs> called Issa a hoe. <laughs> the biggest hole there is exactly that's how it be that's exactly how it be yeah so i think that's the only two um yeah yeah i ain't gonna lie i did see your list first so then i was like (laughs) you cheated you cheated all right so go ahead wish your other ones bodies okay so i i was you know re-listening bodies is good <laughs> bodies is good and you know it's a song for the hoes listen she got songs for everybody 
You get what I'm saying? You the good girl, girl like me. You the you the heartless. Okay, you find out he cheating, you move on, pick up your feelings. Bodies, you a little promiscuous. You need to get your life together. Boom, she got a song for you. It's just you know a song for everybody. Um, I I like but bodies though. I feel like there was a time in my life, and I'm not saying. I, I just feel like you're not saying you wasn't a, you was a hoe, which you no, but there was a time when maybe I was. Let me rethink it. Maybe I was because I wasn't. A, just, I think a lot of people have a whole face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I was gonna say I wasn't just dealing with one person, but um, yeah, it's like you you stop and you think about it. Cause like she said, I keep on piling on bodies, on bodies, on bodies. Um. What's the other part she said? Because I know part. my mama wouldn't like it if she knew about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you stop and you think about it. Like, what if people knew I was out here doing this shit? Like, what would they think? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I listen. Bye. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite thing is, bitch, get it together. <laughs> yes. Get it together, bitch. But um, and then she's like, I keep pressing, I keep on pressing my luck. Right. And it's like she knows, like, you know, sometimes we was talking about this not too long ago. Sometimes we may have done something that was risky. And you're like, oh good. Where am I waking up? I at? survived. Okay, I survived. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good, it's a good song for people who do do risky behavior. And also it's not like glamorizing a risky risky behavior, but it makes it relatable, like, you know what, well, I do need to get it together yeah so um that's the third one and then let's see the other one so then i have oh on it you don't have on it on there <laughs> on it is one of my guilty pleasures because it is a really nasty song but the thing that makes on it crazy is that the melody is very gospel-like. So that's that's my song with Ari Lennox. And I love I like Ari Lennox too. So um on it is a, a song about sex. Um <laughs> I'm telling him I I, I want to sit on it, but <laughs> what you gonna do? Yeah, tell me why you deserve it. Yes, why do you deserve it? Um oh we did we do we we got hurt me so good. We didn't do that as one of our uh oh yeah our ones that we have together. Hurt me so good is on the most is on a motel side. And that song is just about being with somebody toxic and not wanting to let them go and it's so funny so so funny guess who texted me today right before we started the podcast my toxic ass ex matter of fact he called me no he didn't I thought he was on the block list he was he changed his number he always changes his number <laughs> he called I didn't answer I te- we were just talking about him last week I gotta stop talking about this nigga because he pops up. <laughs> so I'm like, who is this? You called me? 
And he like, yeah, such and such. I'm like, what's up? I'm going to read you the text. I'm going to read y'all the text because this nigga is toxic as shit. <laughs> Just checking to see if you are alive and well. My grandma asked about you. What? Listen to my podcast. <laughs> I said, first of all, his grandma, like a hundred years old. I seriously doubt if she asked about me, but maybe she did because her mind is real sharp. But I seriously doubt. This but either way, y'all ain't me. been together in years. Why are you asking? This is what I'm saying, and I'm pretty sure you done brought plenty of other women around to meet your grandma. So why she asking about me? I'm sure she didn't. So I said. I'm good. I'm well. Tell your grandma I said what's up. <laughs> I sure will. He grandma said, Julia said what's up. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I take it everything else is going well. Yep. Everything is going well. Take care. He's going to say hmm. cool. Blocked. Because you keep changing your number. And... You were one of the most toxic people I've ever, ever dealt with in my life. And you're still toxic. I'm just trying to make sure you're alive. Who says that? I didn't text you back if I was dead. So if I text you back, yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> like, oh my God. You're just so toxic. And then it's like, you want to keep saying stuff like, you know, you was one of the best women I had. I don't uh, want to hear this shit. I don't want to hear it no more. Because when you had me, didn't and deserve me. you didn't deserve me. You didn't treat me right. And you cheated. You went on trips and shit with a whole nother lady. You had this lady kids calling you dad. Sir, I'm good. On well, so, so, so many levels, but so hurt me so good and you i think the reason why this song resonated a lot with me was because i understood what she means like usually people say he hurt me so bad but i understood it because i was really hurt before and it's a kind of hurt where they did a good job yeah, I'm always forgetting job. the shit that you put me through. <laughs> or they just did a, such a good job hurting you that you're like a mess. Yeah. but It's crazy. But the song, I leave when you're wrong, but I don't stay away too long. I know you're no good, <laughs> but I just <laughs> keep hanging on to toxicity. When you are that good of a writer that you can put toxicity into a song, like, <laughs> and that's not even her only song that she has toxicity in. No, it's like, not. Yeah. Jasmine, Jasmine. Chef Kiss. Chef Kiss. <laughs> that song is another song that has a somewhat gospel feel because it's such a soulful song you know what i mean like it's so soulful and then it's like on top of the soulful like um arrangement you also feel the lyrics so you just like even when it comes it starts off with the uh the sped up you know harmonies Ugh, I can't. yeah 
soon as soon as I hear those speed up harmonies, I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. What's this song? What's this song fitting to be? Yeah. So Just my like, um my other ones are other side. And I think that song is so funny. But I like it because it's like, can't wait to be rich, want a better life. Diamonds, cars, and crits, all money can buy. It's just like for me being Atlanta. You went to Atlanta to find you a baller, huh? No, that's so many people in Atlanta's story, is what I'm saying. Like I've met people and that's their story. How you end up in Atlanta? I'm from South. How you end up in Atlanta? Girl, I moved here for my boyfriend. He do this, did that. The phlebotomist that I have, that's her story. I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, it's so many people in Elena's story. And so I think it's hilarious, but it's so true. I'm going to move to Atlanta. I'm going to find me a rapper. I'm going to start the movie. I'm going to buy me a booty. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to move to Atlanta. I'm going to find me a rapper. He going to buy me a booty. Let me start in a movie. I'm going to keep my fitness and I'm going to start me a business. <laughs> Listen. Right. And I'll never Two be broke again. kids by surrogate. Like, all of it is just like. <laughs> I'll never be broke again struggling. God is my witness. Like, this, like I said, this songwriting is just like phenomenal. It is. Can't wait to be rich, want a better life. Diamonds, so cars, and cribs, all money about. Like, I'm telling you, like, you <laughs> come to Atlanta, that's so many people's <laughs> stories. So, so uh, other side, and then BPW. And BPW is, uh, I would say that's one of my favorites because from I don't know my experience men always want to tell you how good they shit is but they don't ever want to they always want you to tell them how good they shit is but they don't ever tell you it's like I've had more experience where it's like or they just need their ego fed but nigga I need my ego fed too so tell me you know what I'm saying ask me up right that shit (laughs) exactly (laughs) y'all always want us to talk shit to y'all but yeah we need the same thing bbw is real bbw is a real song like it's a uh your girl does that so okay so if anybody hasn't listened to jasmine sullivan hotels um the word ho is spelled like the bougie way and in between songs, she has women and they tell like their certain stories or incidents that happen to them in their life or whatever. But um, this, the song before BPW initially is Girl Mona. And uh, she talks Why about, she, <laughs> she talks she about how, girl? I don't know. She talks about how good. So y'all who don't know who Mona is, that's don't call me white girl. <laughs> She talks about how good, uh, but this is what I do have a confession. So Issa's tell, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I didn't listen to the whole thing, right? I listened when it when the, the album first came out. I listened up until the part where she was like, um, they were going to have sex or whatever. That was all I listened to. 
He gave her I, three pops. I listened to the whole thing today. <laughs> he gave her three pops. <laughs> I listened to the whole thing today. I was like, what? what? <laughs> she was like, I'm glad I was cheating on him anyway, either. I mean, can you imagine anticipating something? Because that's Listen. the last time y'all gonna see each other and you get but to me pumps. it was just like remember Lawrence came to her house and he fucked her like three pumps and just left on the couch <laughs> oh man it's hilarious but BHW yeah. is a really good song also um and it's about you know bragging about because that, that's the thing and that's why everybody was so upset with WAP everybody was so upset with WAP and it's like well why can't women brag on their sexual abilities like men always gotta brag about they brag about how big their member is we can't brag about our our sex too like men don't have sex by themselves they not it's just like their- so <laughs> women just like men can boast up with, to have multiple partners and be with this woman and that woman is macho but for women they gotta be a hoe they out yes. here they a whore like oh the argument I hear a man's penis a, a woman's uh, body part is not made for that that's always your argument go sit down somewhere disgusting is disgusting and having all these partners, like, it's not cute. A woman can only get pregnant maximum, well, can have maximum two babies a year. That's, right. that's maximum. Maybe but have like, as many as they want. <laughs> a baby a day. Three babies a day. As many as they want. <laughs> like, that's whole behavior. Exactly. <laughs> Like, so I guess they agreeing. They meant to be whole. <laughs> whole behavior. And then on top of that, like women can't have babies. It's a cutoff period for women. A man could be 65, still out here impregnating people. So like, yes. when are y'all going to accept this responsibility? Like, come on. Y'all hoes better for women. Oh, she slept with me and she slept. I know this boy, she slept. She a hoe, she a hoe. Well, nigga, I didn't know you, but I knew him. I you always a hoe after you always a hoe after they hit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a hoe after you hit, but you was fine. Men are just a mess. Trash. Sorry. But yeah. I would I wouldn't say they trash, but it's like y'all gotta do better. It's some right. trashy men out here. It's like it's some trashy women. But y'all gotta do better. Like that whole we're whores, we're whole because we do this and we do that. Like you don't know somebody's past. You don't know what somebody's went through. Right. And I mean, you know and rightfully I mean? so, rightfully so, there are some hoes out there. And you know, I love watching paternity court. And some of them girls, I just be like, just be honest with yourself. Like if you if you have sexual, like a risky sexual behavior and you know that you that's the thing. I'm like, some people must not know how pregnancy works or something, because <laughs> they be on there with three guys and then like none of them are the dad and then they were like well do you know <laughs> do you know who the dad is and they be so confident yeah i know who it is why do you test this nigga first right right 
So, you know, I mean, yeah, but I think for I everyone, think they be wanting that some other people to be the dad because they know the nigga that's really your dad is no good. <laughs> so they be hoping, wishing and praying like that. Gotta be one of them. Yes. Just be like, why are you why are you up here being so confident and putting this man through the ringer without Knowing that you were sleeping with somebody else, knowing you were sleeping. One thing I'll say is when I did have risky behavior, when I was younger, I used a condom, but I always would make sure that I had my menstrual before a new partner. So I'd be like, okay, and make sure my, make sure my menstrual come on and then we can go on to the next one. (laughs) But it's just like too with that, you just got to protect, like if that's what you want to do, protect yourself, get tested all of that stuff because not even just pregnancy like they could pass you on the std right 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 they can't be cured no i definitely yeah i I definitely use condoms men out here the fact that you're on a tv show and you're testing multiple men that means you you had unprotected sex with all of these men and then when men it's like well, no, I, I think is. sometimes they may not realize, like, they probably thought that they, maybe that's what it is where they don't bring the other guy on because they may have thought, well, we only, because I've heard people say, like, well, we only had unprotected sex one time, or like, you know, we usually use a condom. Because, like, some people, they start off using a condom and then somebody take it off. Um, but I, I, because once when I got pregnant when I was younger, um, I thought the guy had on a condom. I mean that was that was the I'ma say this. I ain't never fell in love off of no condom dick. And I'm just being honest, it always was raw. So Yeah, well that's what made it worse, getting pregnant by a little penis and then you like thinking that they have a condom on and then they didn't. It was just a mess. But I don't know for me too, like I just female condoms i i don't know i just do more to protect yourself even like with men like y'all just sticking your penis and this and that and this and that it's like russian roulette russian roulette and then don't even know like i've heard stories that people say like i had i i definitely knew she had herpes I just took a cheek. Like, it's too much other <laughs> for you to do that. And like, I heard men tell stories too. Like, these pretty women who you think, you know, when the outside they so fine and designer this and designer that, and be dirty, stinky. Yeah, men are dumb. But like y'all they, still they have sex a, with them. Yeah, they have this notion like, oh well, she's not nasty, so I don't have to wear a condom. And it's like. Whose definition of nasty is that having an STD or STI don't make you nasty. You can no. get a S, you can get an STI or STD by having one sex partner. That exactly. don't make you nasty. It's just, just like that with you, herpes. Like you yeah. can people pass you can get herpes, herpes all the right. time and don't even know. And you looking at somebody like, oh, she clean, she she thorough, she dry. Like, are you are you lab core? Are you quest? <laughs> are yeah, you lab core? <laughs> Like you running tests? What kind of analysis are you running? How do you know somebody is clean? I've heard that before, though. Where they yeah, that's what I'm saying. Think somebody is a good girl or something. Like you don't know who she's sleeping with. 
exactly it, that's just like on the on the cheat code when it was like she was cheating on her husband with him and he's cheating on his wife but then kind of find his wife is cheating on him y'all all sleeping together yeah then we not even gonna get into sleeping with the same sex and on a damn low so listen just be safe out here y'all do yes. your due di- do your due gi- diligence and protect <laughs> yourself <laughs> no i for real like seriously no i'm just saying your tongue twister oh due diligence yeah but hotels motels is a heavy rotation um I would like I got to meet Jasmine. So I I actually uh that was like I was cheesing so hard. <laughs> it was like an awesome night. So I'm glad yeah. I could say that in my lifetime. I miss I live concerts. Been. I mean, I haven't been to a live concert. Like I had a stretch in my life where I was popping. I was going to a bunch of live concerts. I haven't been to a live concert in so long i wish i could remember the last one that i went to i think you went to like a what's the uh, mac lamore or something that's what i'm thinking too and i actually went to that concert by myself that was the first time i've ever been to first and only time i've been to a concert by myself Mm. i feel like i remember the last one i went to i think it was the kindred show in philly when i met jasmine yeah, that was whew, so long ago. Yeah, I haven't been to a concert since then. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, but like last night on the verses, <laughs> last night on the verses, um, Anthony Hamilton had announced that he's going on tour with Joe and Maxwell. Yeah, it's um, a lot of people going on tour. Um, they having a show here. On Mother's Day, it's gonna be like uh, I don't know. It's a whole bunch of people like Keisha Cole, Belbit Devoe, and and New Edition is on tour right now. Like a lot of people are on tour. Um, Boys and Men is on tour, so I just can't take that. I don't want to be a nobody's concert with a mask on, trying to sing and dance to the songs. That's just not yeah. The that's what yeah, but that's what I was saying. I was like, if anything, I would probably be willing to do it for hotels. But I didn't even get a chance to check the tick the prices. But I did check last night. I did check the prices for the root picnic. Roots picnic it wasn't too bad, but it's it's at the man. The man is kind of small. Um, this is the thing. Um, with hotel with the Jasmine Sullivan, you know. She had made a post about it. People was buying. The tickets were really cheap. I think they were like $25. And people was buying all of them and reselling them for higher prices because they know they were at high demand. And it was just like horrible that people yeah. were doing it. But yeah, the only way, I think the way, the way to avoid that, yeah, I think there's like a technical way you can avoid that. But a lot of people don't want to do the extra thing. It's like when you make people sign up, <clears throat> Like you make people sign up in advance and then you give them like a special code and then like they can only redeem like two mm-hmm. a person is probably, I mean, I guess people will be willing to create several email addresses to do it. I don't know. Too much. 
It is. The Roots but. Picnic, I don't know. Like, I went when they used to do it at Penn's Landed. I'm too old now. When I was in my 20s, tw- I didn't even go when I was young. I went when I was in my 30s, and it just was a lot. It was hot. It was so many people. And I know last year, no, it had to be before COVID when they had it at the man. And it was like something happened. Everybody started running and all it. Oh, my God. They're going to have a live podcast stage, though. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. That's what's up. But this I, is crazy. Certain, certain stuff, I'm too old to be doing it. Because I don't have no, but I don't have time to be running. <laughs> um, Running. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on if you like, that's probably why a lot of people pay for like VIP sections and stuff. But um, yeah, I didn't know that they were having a live podcast stage. Um, Wilo267 and Gilly, the kid is curating it. Um, New Rory and Mall is going to be there. Jamel, Jamel Hill is going to be there. Um, Just Hilarious is going to be there. So, I mean, it, it's a lot of people. I don't know how they're going to cram all this in two days, but. That's the thing. You, you, they probably going to have, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, when I did it at Penn's Landing, they had like the main stage and then they had like other, like another, like sub stage or whatever. Right, but I didn't think the man was set up like that. That's what I... That's, I think I they set it, it up like that. They put other stages. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Is it? I don't know. I think I've only been to the man like once or twice. But it's a lot of people going to be there because they have Mary J. Blige. I guess she's headlining and Summer Walker, Jasmine Sullivan, Keisha Cole, SWV Music, Soul Child, your, your boy, Kirk Franklin. That's what I'm also. saying, like... The thing, the thing about it is like you be like, oh, I want to see this person and that person. And then I you know. literally gotta wait all day. I know to see them. You know what I'm saying? So it's that's like that's why people be high their mind to deal with all the angst. I can't <laughs> I can't do it no more. It's like yeah, they just should give do me it, who uh, I came to see and let me keep it moving. Right. Yeah. Cause then it's like the other people who I don't know. That's like if you gave me a specific time stamp. <laughs> yeah, they don't do that. <laughs> they don't do that. That's asking for a little bit too much, Shorty. So yeah. COVID just gotta go. COVID has to go. Yeah, I was just reading that Coachella supposedly is dropping like all the COVID Horrible. regulations. <laughs> Not oh even a mask requirement. Right. Like, y'all just Not don't anything. care about just, people's just, lives. Just pre-COVID, like, pre-COVID. And plus, you know what? What, what? Another reason why I probably wouldn't go to, like, an outside concert, the Astro World thing really, really made me, is making me think twice about it. That's why I said, I can't be running. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally don't think that I could really be in a setting where there's like so many people surrounding me. I would literally have to be like so far away. Like yeah. I would have to be like so far away and I would probably barely be able to see the stage because there's no way that I could. I would have so many anxiety attacks. That's what I'm saying. In there with people like thousands of people behind me. I think mm-hmm. when I was younger, it didn't bother me as much. But like, I know that I've always been like, okay, let me make sure I know where the exits are. Right. How to get out of here. Yeah. That's, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Like we did go to the movies recently. And I, it wasn't crowded or nothing, but I still was like, let me make sure I know where the exits are because I don't know, stuff be happening in the movie theaters too. Yeah, I've been like been that, like, yeah. Yeah, I barely go to the movies. I really have no desire to go to the movies, but I probably would. Um, I, since, since like the first shooting in the movie theaters, I'm always like taking note, note of where the exits are when I go. But yeah. nowadays with so many streaming options and stuff, my poor son, he probably, I don't know when he'll ever go to the movies. Cause with we went COVID, to see Spider-Man. Oh. It was good. But they have this uh, new movie theater here where you could, it's like your own, uh, it's like a dinner theater, but you have your own um, private booth to watch the movie. We was going to go on Valentine's Day, but of course it was booked up. So A booth? So it's only mm. you in the room? It's only you and the person, whoever you come with, and then you like y'all can order drinks and I'll send you the link to it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I probably would go to something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. If I go and I love it, then I'm like, this is what we doing from now on. <laughs> right, so right. yeah, but I'll send you the link to it. So, you have any last thoughts on hotels, hotels? If you haven't listened to it, you gotta listen to it. It's such a good album. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, just a good album. I was like, when she added more songs to it, I'm like, she did it again. Like, just amazing. Yeah, you have to definitely listen to it. I, I was cracking up this one day. I was in the car with my boyfriend and we were listening to it. He like, girl like me was on he was like oh hold on run that back again i'm like oh you like that joint huh oh yeah <laughs> so oh, yeah i definitely uh, told my i told my husband about it and he was always listening to it after if i told him about it <laughs> yeah and then my boyfriend was like this is such a good uh concept that she did and i was like yeah that's Jasmine. yeah she's supposed to be turning into a movie or show or something mm-hmm. so and then she did like a lot of other stuff with it too. Like um she had like audio. I don't know what it was called, but it was like she sat down a whole bunch of women and they were just like talking about like certain stuff, like what is good sex to you or what is this to you. So she's done a lot of stuff with the album, not just the music. So definitely go listen to it. Um and let us know let us know how y'all like it if you haven't listened to it already and if you have listened to it already what's your favorite songs yeah. so what's your oh, lyrics we should try to do week? a poll we'll do oh yeah we'll, i probably can post it on the facebook a poll for the songs what's um so for this week my lyrics is from pick up your feelings put a lock on the door my heart once was boy you had your fun this is like the bridge i like i love it though because the tempo slows down and then she like sings in a different melody put a lock on the door my heart once was boy you had your fun but i had enough now i'm really done i deserve so much more than you gave to me hello Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) so my lyrics are from hurt me so good and they say when you told me you changed 
but I see it ain't nothing new, huh? Because I already knew you don't know. I already know you don't know nothing about love. I leave when you're wrong, but don't stay away for, for long. You make it so hard and making this house a home. I know you're no good, but I just keep hanging on to toxicity. And you know you could do better, baby, but you won't try for me. No. Mm, 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 mm. That song is so good. Like, I love that song. <laughs> I'm about to go listen to it now. That's like my favorite song of the whole album. Blast it. A lot of the songs, and then a lot of songs that we actually didn't mention because it was really hard to select five, what are still great songs. Um, they are. Like Selfish is good. Yeah. It's, it's a, like I said, it's a really good album. <laughs> it is. And I think it's just, I think it's an album that just speaks to our womanhood. I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, we really like it because we all experience having our feelings hurt or being with a guy who is hard for you to leave them or being in a relationship where a guy left you for somebody who you was like you want that okay (laughs) (laughs) how should I feel about myself (laughs) it's just um yeah it's just it's just a mature album definitely yeah love it it's so crazy because i was listening to um mascara and i was like this song could have definitely fit on this hotel's album when i was listening to the lyrics so we just love jasmine she's amazing and um love to see her growing and coming into herself and just becoming more confident and like she comes from a great from great parents like you know if you, and so uh, she has a performance on youtube she has the tiny desk um mm-hmm. that's really good if you want to like watch a live performance so it's the tiny desk with jasmine sullivan it's really good and then it's also a hbo max um special on youtube where she sings majority of the song she actually sings some of her old songs i love that and she the arrangements are different so you know she does the like the lions and tigers and bears arrangement is crazy yeah um a lot of her songs they just good that's what i'm saying but like the rearrangement like how the live performance arrangement of the song is different than the song on the album um and then i think she has a i think she has an amazon performance she does i think her musicians are amazing too like the people she has as musicians they just kill it every single time like yeah so go check jasmine out and we will catch you guys on the next episode peace out thanks for listening to my mom and auntie make sure you guys follow them on instagram at the underscore join underscore podcast on twitter at w underscore the j and on tiktok at the join a podcast don't forget to ask the join sending your listener letters to the join pod at gmail.com b-y-e let's go they're just ambitious women networking 
While some other women aspire to get burkin While some other women hit the club and get twerking Educated women know that it's a bit irking Whether you be a woman or you be a male You need to listen to Jadina and Shalia L Cause if you know like I know ain't nothing better than the Billy John Authenticity is something that they really on <laughs> This is the John I love y'all. Be forward.